Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Business Women Australia podcast, the podcast for ambitious women who are serious about business success and leadership development, keen to increase their knowledge and skills. And welcome to another episode of Business Women Australia podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, joining me on today's show is Leanne Ginoli. Leanne is a businesswoman with a diverse background, running entities including a clothing production, a dairy and beef farming, and owning and operating a tavern. Now, Leanne now owns and operates a medical business, Self Solutions, that offers treatments for non-evasive solutions for orthopedic solutions. Salif is considered a first disruptor in this area, and while it faces many obstacles, she's adopted a can-do attitude in order to stay open, and they have too. Now, on today's show, Leanne is going to share treatments that have the potential to heal pain and inflammation in the body. She's going to share her story and so much more, and I'm sure we can dive into lots of topics around business and all of the things that Leanne has learned over her years in running businesses. Welcome to the show, Leanne. Hi, Anne-Marie. Yeah, thank you. Uh, this uh, is probably a time that so many businesses, not just in Australia, but also around the world, has many challenges to face. And I know as a businesswoman in an industry, you have uh, certainly overcome many challenges as well. Looking back, and I'm going to ask you to share your personal story because that really has led you to where you are now in your business. But if you look over the many other businesses that you have run, I wonder what insights, and maybe it's hindsight because hindsight is a wonderful teacher to, to teach us things that we can use moving forward. What are the greatest lessons that you've learned over those times that you can now implement today in your business and, of course, looking forward into the future? Yeah, I think for me it's about patience and time management. Um, this particular business has taken a lot of patience and a lot of time management for us to move forward. We've been um, around for about, well, I've been researching for about five years now. We've been operational for about 18 months um, and it's it's about hanging in there. You know, they, the old saying, I'll be an overnight success after eight years is probably where we stand at the moment. That's great. And, and, you know, so many businesses are finding themselves having to address challenges, overcome challenges and obstacles. Would you say that over the years, some of the challenges that you've overcome previously have really continued to build, I mean, would you call it resilience? Would you call it tenacity or all of those things? <laughs> Probably all of those things. Um 
and I come back to patience. You know, um, we started our, our first business, my husband and I, together when our children were babies. So, you know, it was a juggling act. It was time management. Um, it was something we did together. I couldn't have done it alone. So um, having the backing of my husband was also a, a huge bonus for me and it is again now because sometimes I go back to him at the end of the day and go, what was I thinking? This is just too hard. And, and we sit down and we debrief and, and we come back to where we are. And it, it is about, you know, patience and um, just keep going. Yeah. One of the things that I find that is very apparent with many of the guests, in fact, all of the guests that we feature here on Business Women Australia, is that the business that they're operating is not just because I want to start a business, but it has a deeper meaning. There's a real purpose. There's a real drive that really is very much centred on their why. Would you say that that's very strong for you? And is that so important to you? Because I would imagine that those days where you do feel, oh my goodness, today's just, I would love to just close the door on that today. It's the why, the passion, the, the drive that just keeps you moving forward. Would you say that's true for you too, Leanne? Oh, definitely. Um, the only reason I'm in this business is the passion and the why. Um, I started out on this journey um, in, in a really bad way. Um, you know, in, in 2015, I'm, I'm a runner and in 2015, I've headed out early in the morning. Um, I lived in quite a treed area. Um, it's 5.30. Um, there's been a storm overnight. I am in full flight, so I'm about 500 metres from where I live, um, and I stand on a stick. Now, the stick flicks up and embeds into my right knee. I'm in full flight, as I've said, um, and I've gone to reach over and grab the stick out of my knee, and the momentum has forced me to hit the ground face and shoulder first. As you can imagine, there is a... There's quite a lot of damage around my face from hitting the the um, asphalt uh, in full flight and in full flight early in my piece, so I'm still at high speed. Um, as I bent down to pull the stick out, all I can feel is the pain in my knee. Um, so uh, I've uh, I've tumbled onto my face and my shoulder and created quite a lot of damage. Um, I spent the next 12 months working with um, pain management and medication and physiotherapy. I worked with a surgeon and at the end of the 12 months, the only thing that was offered to me in Australia was surgery and, and the surgeon couldn't tell me um, at the end of the surgery if I would have full use of my arm again so he suggested I, I probably couldn't move it above 90 degrees um, I was you know quite quite shocked there weren't too many other alternatives and I was also not prepared to go down that route just yet I felt I was too young I was in my early 50s so um, I just parked that whole thing for a little while continued on the pain medication steroid injection um, process and my husband and I were just heading overseas for um, an extended holiday. My husband's family are Italian. We were going to live up on the, the north Italian border with Switzerland. 
um, and I couldn't couldn't see me doing surgery before that holiday. So I thought I'd just continue on the path that I was on until we returned back to Australia within six months. When we got to Switzerland or, or northern Italy, it's literally the border of Italy and Switzerland, I started to research different alternatives because by this stage the pain medication was actually making me feel quite ill. Um, and I was surprised to come across cell therapies in, in many European countries and, and one clinic in Switzerland that ran um, six practices across Switzerland was only about 40 kilometres from where we lived. So I did a little bit more research. I rang and spoke with the doctors and eventually said to my husband, look, I'm, I'm going to give this a go. It, it sounds like what I want to do. Um, so I headed up to the clinic for the day. Uh, it was a pretty basic um, procedure. They did a, a mini liposuction on me. They took the cells out, which most people would know as stem cells, but they're actually called a stromal vascular cell. They separated these cells and they injected them back into my arm. And, and at the time, they also gave me some in an intravenous very painless. I think the, the, the most pain was, was inflicted through the, um, the liposuction on my tummy. And at the time, I wasn't very heavy. My husband and I had been training to do quite a bit of walking while we were in Europe. Um, so of all the treatment that I got on that day, I would say the liposuction was the most invasive. Because they were using my cells, there was no chance of an infection. Um, so you know, I knew that the rest of my holiday, even if it didn't work, the, the biggest downturn would be no reaction, not I would get sicker or I wouldn't be able to move. So yeah, I, I just, um, it was amazing. Um, yeah. Um, they offered several treatments on the day. They offered me um, what's known as low-level laser, which counteracts the inflammation when they're doing the liposuction. Um, we did platelet-rich plasma, which um, enhances the stromal vascular fraction or cell, cell, cell therapy. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and uh, within about four weeks, I had started to notice um, a, a reduction in the pain. Um, and we, so, yeah, it was really quite quick. Yeah. So tell us, um, with the, once you started these uh, procedures and you noticed that the pain had subsided quite quickly, compare that to perhaps, I don't know, when you were speaking to the, you know, the surgeon previously that had kind of laid out for you what they kind of foresee the your future would be. I'd imagine that that four week when you notice the pain was subsiding, that's relatively quick considering the other alternative. Is that correct? Oh yeah. Well, the and look, the surgery I was being offered in Australia, I was going to be in hospital for about three to four days. Um, I would not be able to work for about four four to six weeks. Um, and again, the rehab was going to take six to 12 months before they could establish just how much movement I was going to achieve after the surgery. So, you know, the, the difference in timeframes was huge and, and so much less invasive than what was being offered here in Australia and is still being offered. You know, surgeons will still do surgery. That's, that's pretty much where they go. 
So when you went over to to um, I, I think you're saying your your husband's originally from Italy and you were in Switzerland then you were you were travelling to Switzerland. Uh, well, I imagine. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Continue. No, yeah, no. I was actually at, um, living with his family at the time, and it was only about forty kilometres from the, the clinic in Switzerland. So. I was living in in Italy, but the surgery was done, or the treatment was done in Switzerland. Yeah, that's what you get when you live in Europe, isn't it? It's just a hop, skip, and a jump away. We can't kind of really very close. Wow. And and so you heard about that after you travelled to 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 be with your husband's family. Then, amazing. Was that something that you'd searched for, or um, someone had told you about that? How did you come to to find out about um, that clinic in Switzerland? Um, I, I was listening to a radio program actually, and they were talking about these these treatments that were being offered around Europe. Um, uh, at the time, they thought it would be mainstream. Um, across the world by 2020 now we're talking about 2000 and it was late 2015 and so you know like I said I just couldn't believe that it wasn't being offered here in Australia and I now know there was probably two or three clinics on the east coast but they just weren't advertising um, anywhere where clearly I was doing the searching yes Um, Oh, amazing. And, and, you know, I'm just reading through some of the storyline that you sent um, through to us. And, you know, you've already mentioned that just after four weeks, you weren't taking any pain medication. And after around the three months time frame, share with us um, what you started to notice as well. Uh, well, look, after about three months, I had no pain. I had full movement back in my shoulder. Um, and I've since learned that that was quite quick. And perhaps because I was in such a um, a good state, uh, my husband and I, uh, about three weeks after the treatment, my husband and I set about backpacking across um, Spain and Portugal. Uh, we did nearly 1,200 kilometres carrying our own packs. And so I was in good physical shape and I carried a lot of pain medication with me, uh, which I found difficult to get rid of in the end because um, you can't just, you know, throw the kind of medication I had in the rubbish bin. So um, within about three months, I had noticed the uh, the healing um, across my skin as well. Um, and we believe that was from the um, IVs because I'd had quite a lot of work done to repair my face. And as you can imagine, I had hit the ground quite hard I'd taken all the skin off the right side of my face I had um, opened up all of my lip so um, for about 12 months I uh, couldn't move the top of my mouth at all and we'd had quite a bit of surgery done on it so I think the cells just transversing my body made a huge difference right across all of it. Yeah. And you were saying, remind me, at what age were you when you had that accident? Um, it wasn't like you were young in their 30s or 20s or we no, no. mentioned in your 50s. Yeah, I was in my early 50s. Uh, and was, I was 52, I think, at the time. Um, I was, well, I was 51 and I was 52 when I had the treatments done. Um, uh, and look again, I keep coming back to I just 
the reason I set the business up is because I couldn't believe that the treatments weren't available in Australia. We're a first world country. Why wasn't this happening? Um, and it was just the barrier to entry. Uh, literally, it was a barrier to entry. Yeah. And I mean, obviously now through sharing your story and your journey, um, and, and of course, this is a Business Women Australia podcast, you heard about this when you're overseas, of course, on a radio show. And so there may be others who really are struggling with, with obviously pain and, and some aspects. So with to share a little bit more about now, obviously, what's, what is available. I mean, for you, you had this massive injury. Is that specifically how you see or what the work that you do, obviously, that the kind of people that come to you to get support? What, what, what kind of of uh, injuries or, or what's going on for them inflammation pain share a little bit more about that if you could yeah and look um, the clinic is called self and we're an integrative medical clinic so we we offer um, the best holistic and scientific medicine combined together to get the best out, outlooks for different patients um, yeah and and we, are, we face quite a few issues with the uh, medical board and with TGA, which is the Therapeutic Goods Association. And you'll know a bit more about them now thanks to COVID, but we um, are heavily legislated uh, against. So um, whilst I'm talking away here, I'm very aware of what I'm saying uh, in order I'm to... I'm very aware of what I'm allowed to ask. <laughs> <laughs> really it is really ridiculous when you know you almost feel gagged when you've it's almost like you've got this incredible gift to give someone yet you're not allowed to tell them really yeah, and it? yeah and that's pretty much how I feel at the moment you know and it's it is a labor of love and we do long hours I do research probably Around 40 hours a week is spent on me doing research on the, the latest journals, the latest metadata that's come across the desk. I'm affiliated with uh, lots of other worldwide bodies in this area. Um, the medical journals are huge. Um, you know, when I first started out in 2016, I was reading a medical journal and now I'm reading metadata on 50 medical journals so that the the time frame for it to be more available, I hope, is not that far away. However, it goes against medical practice as it is because, as I said, we're, we're integrative medical. We do not just look at um, surgery. You know, if you go to a surgery, the surgeon's going to tell you eventually you'll need surgery. We uh, take a whole different look at it. We combine blood work with um, MRIs and scans and we work out what's actually best for your body um, rather than, you know, what it is I do best. Yeah. You know, as you're sharing that, I can think of the analogy that I'm sure we've all heard that, you know, if you're holding a hammer in your hand and that's the only tool that you have and that you use and that you're trained in, everything that you see is a nail. However, that may not be the best tool, that the, the, the best implement to use. Um, and of course, we talk about Business Women Australia. We know that there are different ways to approach different uh, issues and challenges. And so, 
when you when it comes to the industry that you're in, I love that you've reminded us that not every issue can be treated or addressed by just one field, you know, by one um, way, one one method. Now, of course, if I'm correct, it's been five years since your treatment, since the time that you had your accident. And for those that are just joining us on the live today, we're talking to Leanne Ginoli. She's just shared with us uh, that she was running. She's a runner. She felt something on her knee. It was actually a stick that was had gone into her knee you went to pull it out and subsequently fell and and hit your head on a, on the the bitumen and had really done some serious damage and of course you were told with shoulder pain that they could fix that to to a degree that you could only really have limited movement but now you've had some treatment and five years on share where you are at now uh, look i am still pain free i still have full movement um uh, and I, you know, I see the doctors and, and they just look at me like, wow, um, not many of them are prepared to comprehend what happened. Um, and a side effect of these treatments, um, so I did have some of these cells intravenous, which means they have the ability to cause secondary healing in the body depending on other areas that are damaged. Now, for me... Um, I was predominantly deaf. I have uh, been wearing hearing aids for about 10 years at the time. I was in line for cochlear ear implant. So I have all the documents that say, yes, my hearing was extremely damaged. Um, within six months of having the treatment, my husband noticed that I was wearing my hearing aids a lot less and able to hear, which um, for anybody who wears hearing aids at, at my level, when you take them out, the world is very quiet. It's very beautiful. You don't hear very much at all. So um, what was happening was that the cells had then um, transversed into my hearing and within 12 months um, my audiology report showed that I had full hearing again. Um, and, yeah, and look, we know with these cells secondary healing is something that happens regularly. Uh, a lot of the time we'll... People are treated with um, the cells in 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 joints. Um, a lot of the journals tell us that uh, hearing is a byproduct once the joints are done, uh, and and it's it's quite noted in the medical journals that these things happen. Wow, well, that's a good problem to have, isn't it? That secondary <laughs> healing is actually not a problem. And so that was amazing. So that was within six months of treatment. Uh, you had 95, I'm reading it here, of the, the story that you sent through, 95% hearing restored and you were able to ditch your hearing aids. That That's amazing. I mean, I My don't really know to that other than that is absolutely amazing. And my father-in-law is very happy because uh, I had state-of-the-art hearing aids um, and he refused to get hearing aids. So we sent him off to the audiologist with my hearing aids and they were reset for him. So he was very happy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hand-me-down of hearing aids as well for your father-in-law. And so 
amazing. And 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 obviously you've um, got, as it says here, you've got pre and post audiology reports to verify that that change. I mean, never in a million years, I'm sure, would you have thought that, uh, you know, after this accident that you've had and, and how often we really do just allow what has been said, okay, well, that's just going to determine the rest of my the rest of my life, basically, and through ongoing research, you've been able to, to find this opportunity, this treatment on the other side. Well, really, when you think of Switzerland and Italy, they're on the other side of the planet from Australia, aren't they, that this holiday that was pre-booked had, had allowed you to open mm -hmm. up. And, of course, as you mentioned, now with the story, the experience that you have experienced, no one can take that journey away from you. No one can take that story away because it has actually happened You've got proof, documentation, all, all of that. Now, of course, that that passion has been to to help other people who have uh, maybe experienced something similar and would like to also have similar experiences. Um, you know that that you have had as well. And we'll find out more with the 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 research that you do. Have you found that technology? I mean, you and I are talking with wonderful technology now. Many businesses now are finding themselves on online because of what what's happened uh, are a lot of those research materials online that you that that you research as well I'm just fascinated by the amount of research that you do every week um well I have access to um journal articles pre-release which is something that unfortunately you don't have but yeah. but anybody can search through PubMed or um British Journal Association, BJA, a lot of the journals are online. Um, so, yeah, they are they are available. They're very difficult to read um, if you're not used to understanding medical terminology. It did take me quite a few um, years to literally understand it without having to look up every second word. So <laughs> I'm much quicker at it these days than I was five years ago. Um, but they are there. And look, if somebody approached me, I would offer my knowledge and I'd teach them how to read a journal um, because, you know, and especially at the moment with COVID, um, previously the journals all say that these, these need to go into um, double-blind placebo-based clinical trials and they are very expensive. You know, they started around a million dollars and there's no pharmaceutical company behind this because we, we're looking at cells that come from the body. Um, they're not a pharmaceutical-grade cell. They used my own cells to do this for me. Uh, so, you know, now we're looking at, you know, upwards of 1,500 journals. When we're talking about COVID, we don't have those journals available for the vaccines that we're all taking. Um, so I, I just, you know, I think we should be looking a lot closer at new medicine as we are with the COVID vaccine. You know, what is available to us? And this is one of those things. And, you know, and one of the reasons why I ask that is because, you know, you 
the passion that you have for the work that you know is, is all the opportunities that are now available is really predicated on consistent review, review, research. Um, and it, it's in one of those industries that I think is continuously evolving, which is really exciting. And the fact that this is available, I mean, can you imagine if you're, you and your husband had not booked that trip? Would you yeah, have yeah. found, isn't it? Would you ever have found out? that and look, I believe it's fate so you know it was fate we it was there it was very close um it, it was very very expensive however um but you know I have my I have my full life back I have what's the ability to move and here and yeah of, of uh being pain-free um yes and as a secondary, um, having your hearing regenerated or regenerated hearing loss, I think is just um, amazing. So for people who've been listening and watching and even the recording, can you share with people how they can find out, how they can reach out to you? As you mentioned, you're more than happy to uh, to have a conversation with people if they're interested to find out how you might be able to support them. What's the best way for them to contact you, Leanne? And look, if you just Google cell therapies, you'll come across a few in Australia. Unfortunately, in the last um, two years worldwide, the requirements have become very onerous. So a lot of the ther cell therapy clinics um, across Europe uh, and America have closed. Um, a doctor who doesn't have the backing of somebody like me to do all the research financially could not afford to stay open in this area so just if you google cell therapies um, you'll come across a few of us Fantastic. Great. And of course, uh, thank you so much for sharing your story um, and your journey. It's just been um, amazing. And of course, you're a businesswoman. So it's great that you are able to, uh, to, to share just some of the things that I, I think if business is difficult in and of itself, then you've got the challenges from the external environment. And then if you're involved in industries that have a lot of, a lot of I's that you have to dot, a lot of T's that you've got to cross, that in itself can raise a very uh, many more challenges. And so it takes someone who's very passionate about the work that they do because they want to support people. Uh, I take my hat off to you, Leanne. So thank you so much for coming on the show today, sharing your story and journey. Please reach out to Leanne. Uh, I'm, she's more than happy to have a chat with you. So thanks once again for coming on the show. Thanks, Anne-Marie. It's been great. Hopefully we can share our story with lots of people. Absolutely. You've been listening to Business Women Australia podcast. Want to become part of a dynamic collective of women who are passionate about business success and personal growth? Go to businesswomenaustralia.com.au forward slash membership to apply. That's businesswomenaustralia.com.au forward slash membership.